everybody. Welcome to another episode of Courtside with Being with Consent is part of the Tennis Channel Podcast Network. So happy to have on with us tonight, Adam Barron, former top-ranked junior tennis player and Letterman collegiate tennis player, who currently serves as the Director of Corporate Partnerships and Business Development for one of my favorite tournaments of the year, the award-winning Delray Beach Open, the world's only 10-day combined ATP Champions Tour and ATP Tour event, televised nationally and in over 50 countries. It's also one of only 10 ATP Tour events in the U.S. I'm excited to talk all things Delray with Adam. Also have, as always, my co-host and Hall of Famer Steve, Steve Flink with me on tonight. It's my privilege to welcome to the courtside with Beelance and Tennis Pod, Adam Barron. Thanks for coming on, Adam. Uh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Good to well, be here. Well, hey, I mean, you, I, I don't have to sell you. you. You've known I've been down there several years now. February in Chicago uh, bluntly sucks. So whenever <laughs> I have an opportunity to get down to Delray in February, I jump at it. Um, obviously, the people locally there go ahead and attend the event. All you other tennis fans in cold weather states, it's February. Get out and spend a few days in Delray. It's a family-run tournament. Um, you get to see some of the top world-class players up close and personal. Um, Adam, you're ready to roll for this year, right? We should be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's amazing how uh, every year, you know, you sit there, you plan 365 days and, uh, you know, 24-7, you know, to live, breathe, eat, sleep, uh, Delray tennis, you know, Delray Open, and all of a sudden, boom, it's here. And you're like, oh, my gosh. You know, all the, uh, it's just amazing how every year it just it sneaks up on you and then it's it's there and you're like, OK, see all the tents go up, all the vendors, everyone contacting you, the, the sponsors. It's just it's a really exciting time right now. It's it's interesting because I go back. It, it's crazy. It, in some ways, it feels like 20 years ago. In some ways, it feels you know very close. But it was just three years ago, February of 2020. Your tournament was one of the tournaments that did not miss a year. February 2020, that was the year when you had Coco and Estela Perez-Samariba, the NCAA champ from Miami, during that, had that exhibition. Place was jam-packed. That was a great event. There was some talk. I don't know if you remember, Adam, if you remember, Steve, but February 2020, there was some talk of the virus going on pretty much overseas. It really wasn't in the U.S. yet. Were you even aware? I remember talking to your dad about this, Adam. They weren't, we, I wasn't, it wasn't weird shaking hands. No one was wearing masks. It really hadn't affected the states back at that point. It, it, I remember, I mean, God, it seems like so long ago, like it was <laughs> years. It, it seems like ages, ages ago, but I do remember there was a, a travel ban on, I believe, uh, Asian players or, or from China or something, something similar to that. Either it was Asian or or, or just from China, uh, not letting them come into the United States because of this virus. And we had the tournament. Nobody batted an eye. Nobody spoke about it. And then it was one of our best years. I mean, 2020 was an unbelievable year. And next thing you know, a couple of weeks later, people start talking about this virus, and we're like, well, you know, and we're starting to talk to the the sponsors and everyone coming back, the series holders, it was because it was such a great year. And then I think the reality struck when Indian Wells said, we're not having it. And then everyone's like, whoa. And then, you know, the March Madness and and then the, just a the trickle effect. And it was just like, oh my gosh. You know, and then everyone, two weeks, we'll just be home for two weeks. And, and <laughs> you know, Steve, you yeah, Steve, you, know, you remember like um it, it we there was still the out it was the Mexico tournament after you guys. And then it was Indian Wells. And you're right. Indian Wells was the 
first big sporting event that canceled like a couple days before the March Madness, the NBA season. Steve, I mean, take it back to, to, to your mentality at the time. Could you believe what was going on? I mean, no one could. No, and I, I remember I had actually booked my flight. I was he- going to head. I was heading out to Indian Wells, and I, luckily, I did. I, it never came to that. It, you know, there was a gap of a few days, and then uh, uh, the tournament was canceled, and I canceled my flight. So we were all pretty stunned, and and uh, no, I remember it vividly. And of course, we had no idea what was where, how long it was going to last, what what impact it would have on the sport. That was kind of a scary, scary time in the world and in tennis. Well, you guys got you guys got fortunate because 2021 occurred. It was very different. Obviously, you had moved up your tournament. It was the first one of the year, I think. And there were stresses with that, because if something happened at your event, Adam, Australia was like two weeks later. Yeah, like, and yeah. I remember talking to your dad about it. The planning was absolutely crazy. You know, we 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 were sitting here planning for 2021. You know, luckily, you know, things fell, fell into place. I mean, we were in Florida, so we were still able to have an event uh, at the time. You know, I don't want to go into politics or anything like that, but, you know, the, everyone was behind it. And, you know, we're just trying to see what it would look like. You know, we did the whole, I mean, it's probably the hardest thing we've ever had to do. It was the whole social distancing seating arrangements. Are we going to have fans? Are we not going to have fans? Are we going to have concessions? We wanted to make everything normal. Uh, uh, as, as normal as it can be, you know, everyone masks. I mean, there's all these different uh, scenarios. Um, and I remember it was December. So our tournament's in February. It was uh, a couple couple weeks into December. And we found out that Australian Open was moving their dates. And we're like, oh, wait, that's our dates. Okay, <laughs> so what can we do? Uh, so we just like immediately had all these conversations with the tour. And, and then they're like, oh, by the way, uh, I mean, this is just summarizing it, basically. Uh, uh, we can have it January 4th. Uh, we're like, well, that's three weeks away. You know, okay. Or maybe March. But we don't know what's going to happen in March. And you have the Miami Open. and, and we. Didn't well, know. that's what that it's interesting you say that, Adam, because that was one of the things I asked your dad when I was speaking with him. I, th- I thought that was just from an outsider's perspective. And Steve, I think, would agree with this, too. That to me was perfect. If you could do a bubble back to back with Delray and Miami, that again, from an outsider, I didn't know any of the logistics, but that to me sounded like it made perfect sense. Uh, I mean, in the way you just said it, yes. Uh, but yeah. again, you know, we, we still didn't know what Miami was going to do. I mean, they had right. their, their tournament the week, the, excuse me, the year prior. So they were still, I believe, up in the air. I don't want to speak for anybody else, but I believe they were still up in the air of whether or not they were going to even have it. Uh, and then with fans, without fans, capacity, limited capacity, uh, the bubble. So, you know, we 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 sat together, had a, had a conversation with the staff, and we said, okay, what do we want to do here? And we we wrote down, okay, what do we have to have 100% to get this done if we're doing it in January? And we called every single person that, you know, the security, the hotel, the city, the, the location, I mean, it's a public facility. Can we have the location during that time? And within four hours, everyone said yes. And we were, okay, there goes our Christmas. There goes our, <laughs> um, and, you know, rolled the dice, had everything in January 1st, uh, January 4th, first term of the year. And it went off without a hitch. It was fantastic. I mean, obviously 
it wasn't what we wanted to do, but it was everything went great. I mean, it's better than not having an event at all that year. It was yeah. great. I mean, and we were the only game in town. I mean, we were the only yes. tournament on TV at the time. Uh, plus, everyone was looking at us. To, okay, how are they doing it? Uh, to follow direction of what can be done and how it's done. You know, the testing, the the masking, the uh, the, the bubble at the hotel, um, the transportation to and from everything. And then, you know, all the players got on a, a flight right after the tournament together, all the Americans or anyone that was in our tournament and flew to, to Australia because they had to be there within that prior two weeks to quarantine. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to just trying to remember exactly. I mean, it was just such a, such a blur, but it was probably the hardest thing we ever had to do with limited attendance. And Steve, I'll, I'll ask you, I mean, again, it's hard enough to, to run your own tournament like um, like you guys do successfully. But Steve, they have the pressure knowing that the first slam of the year is just a couple weeks away. If anything goes bad in Delray, that could be a big hiccup on the first slam of the year. Yeah, no, I'm sure it was a burden. But then on, on the positive side, the, the players are some of them really want to get ready for Australia. It, it, it gave them the even extra incentive to do well in, in Delray. So I, I, I'm sure Adam, that helped as well. Did it not? Yeah, I think, you know, everyone was just happy to be playing. I mean, every, it was a different mindset. You know, everyone was happy to be around people and, and try to feel some, you know, we try to make everyone feel normal. Uh, people were happy to be with each other. They, t- they tested so they can hang out together. And, you know, we had a great, I mean, great field. I mean, Herkax won it uh, against uh, Corda. Uh, Corda in the finals. Uh, you know, Opelka played. Uh, a few other players have played. I mean, it was a, it was one of our one of the top draw. I mean, uh, but people were just they were just happy to play, and and be around people and play the sport they love. Well, let's get back to to last year because last year got thankfully uh, more normal. Um, went back to your normal scheduled time slot. Um, Everything seemed to go as far as what a normal Delray Beach Open tournament would be like, which is great. Cam Norrie won it again. You had, you had guys like Grigor Dimitrov play it. Um, you also throw you you also always kind of throw in a wrinkle, right? You had the Bryan brothers out there playing. They played doubles against Jesse Levine and Scoville Jenkins. They also played, I think, mixed between um, Layla and Bianca Fernandez, I believe. Um, you're always throwing a rink. Dallas Open just had Madison Keys play Sloan Stevens at their ATP event. And um, Blair Henley mentioned something on Twitter this morning. And she said, always having a, a you know, a female exhibition, an ATP event, everyone that she's done has been packed. And we've saw, we, I saw what it was like in 2020 with Coco. You had the great event with the Fernandez sisters and the Bryan brothers. Um, it seems like you're always trying to, to, to put a little wrinkle in the event. Just don't have it a regular tournament have something a little bit different in there. Yeah, we try, you know, we try to do things differently. I mean, it's, you know, the tennis is the tennis. That's, you know, people are going to come, the tennis enthusiasts are going to come watch the matches. It doesn't matter who you have playing. Uh, you know, obviously it does, it does help to have uh, elite players like, you know, our, we're, we're, we're fortunate to have some great players coming this year again, um, uh, you know, next weekend. But uh, Tommy Paul included in that Australian Open semifinal. Yeah, right? Tommy Paul, you know, Taylor Fritz, and then you have some, you know, Shelton, um, everyone's mm-hmm. talking about Shelton right now. It's amazing. I mean, I'm, I'm a Florida State guy, but I'll still root for Shelton. It's okay. My niece goes <laughs> to the University of Florida. Ivan's daughter goes there. So I guess I got to root for Florida now. But, uh, and I think they just took out Florida State the other night. But, uh, anyways, we don't have to talk about that. But, um, the, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, just amazing what Australia has done right now. The talk of American tennis, uh, it's everywhere now. All these, you know, JJ Wolf, Brooksby, 
uh, and all these guys are under under 20 uh so, you know i mean it's really really cool what's what's happening right now and everyone's waiting for that next who's those next crop of players that are going to be excelling and and you have a lot of these guys it seems like now your tournament is unique in that it really is a family affair i mean you work with your brother you work with your dad um i guess how cool is it to go to work every day to work with, with them and and if you could also talk a little bit about your playing career i know you were you, you played at florida state um but also your career path and and how you wound up uh, how you wound up um, working this tournament with again your dad and your brother. Yeah, it's a, a blessing and a curse, I guess. Right? No, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> we get we're, we're just blessed. You know, we have a very close we're very close family, um, very supportive. Uh, my brother Ivan. I mean, yeah, I, my playing career I can tell you about, but I mean, it doesn't compare uh, to to what he did. Uh, but always. You know, there was no animosity. I mean, I was when he lost, I was upset. I I wanted him to do as 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 best as he could. So we we never had that rivalry or anything like that because I mean he was just too good to have a rivalry against. But uh, um, you know, it's it's really a blessing we get to work together. Uh, you know, my father's right across my my office. Ivan's at the other office. It's it's really great. We we bounce ideas off each other, and it's it's a real true family affair. And we have great staff, great great support, and. Uh, um, everyone's family. I mean, it's, it's, it's a blessing and, you know, my kids see it now and, and, uh, you know, I, I, you know, hopefully they'll get into the family business. Uh, uh, they say no, because we work too hard and they go, no, well, you work too hard. Why do I want to get into that? But, um, uh, but it's just really great that, that what we've, how blessed we are to be able to work together and, uh, to do something like this. But, um, I, uh, back to the question, basically, yeah, you know, we, we grew up playing tennis juniors, uh, just like anybody, the grind. Uh, of going to tournaments and everything. I think I got up to like number two in the nation at one point before college, uh, had a nice time, great time at Florida state it was a, it was a fun, fun, fun school. A lot of the guys were local Florida kids when I played there, like uh, Brian Stanton, who was an all American and Dean Ehrlich and uh, Jason White, you know, some, some top juniors. And uh, we had just had a great, great time playing and it was fun camaraderie. And then uh, actually after, after college uh, went to law school, um, went to law school and uh, was a lawyer for about 15 years. I'm still a lawyer. I, I just don't really practice much. And then every year I would just take off the 10 days for the tournament and say, okay, what do you need me to do? Uh, you know, hang signs, anything, uh, pick up, gar- whatever you need. I'm here. Uh, maybe I was in the way, but uh, you know, I just, I'm here. And then every year they're like, okay, when are you coming? When are you coming? And then finally, <laughs> finally like, okay, that's it. You're coming full time. Uh, so I, I gave up my practice to my partner, uh, just said, here you go. And, uh, that was about probably seven, eight years ago and, uh, been here full time ever since. And, uh, yeah. Well, that's great. I guess, uh, you know, forget the tennis, I guess if y'all are still talking after the tournament ends, I guess it's the, that that's the definition of success I'm guessing. Right. <laughs> yeah. We talk, I mean, we talk all the time. I mean, it's, it's yeah. It's just my brother and I talk, you know, I mean, every day we talk because of just going over everything and my father it's uh it's really neat it's really neat um yeah steve anything else before we uh wrap this up no i just wondered you alluded you alluded to it earlier a little bit about the event versus the players yes you like to have great players but you have to also uh you know make people interested in just coming out there regardless of who they might see on any given day so has has your philosophy changed on that over over these last seven years? And 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 how is that? Talk about that aspect 
of, of the endeavor. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we're, we're different. We're, we're not a U.S. Open. Uh, you know, we're not a, a Indian Wells. Uh, you know, we know what we are. So it's, uh, it's bringing that crop of people that are not tennis people. How do you get those people here? Uh, and uh, that's, that's the trick. Uh, not a trick, excuse me, you know, tricking them to come here. It's just, what can you do to make them want to come and have an experience? Because everyone, I mean, you're, you're spending money. There's a lot of things to do down in South Florida. Why would you want to come here? And we've, I think we've done a very good job at doing that. We have a lot of parties on site. Uh, um, and once they, they get here, they see the, the action right up close and personal. And they're like, wow, these guys are really good. This, I mean, I didn't realize, you know, because watching it on TV is one thing. It's great. I like watching TV, uh, tennis on TV, but watching tennis up close and personal oh. to the action, it's like, not, I mean, totally different. Totally different. I mean, the, it's, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm speechless. Just, just the athletic ability. You, you, yeah. you can see it a little on TV, but the athletic ability and the speed of the game when you see it in person especially at an event like yours where you can be up close and personal. You can go to the practice courts and you're right there with them. Yes. It's TV does not do it justice. Not yeah. even close. Yeah. And that's what, and that's what we love about our event. We keep it intimate, um, intimate on a big scale. So that people love it. I mean, we have the Atlantic Avenue downtown right here. I mean, what a better place to, to go. I mean, you have all bars, restaurants, high end, just on the strip a mile long, from our tournament, you park here, you go, you eat here, have some drinks, and then you go party down on the avenue. Uh, I mean, you get, what, the beach is right here. You can't get better than that. February, like you said, it's not Chicago. It's not two degrees. It's it's usually <laughs> it's usually seventy with a with a with a sweater on down here because you know people are down here. Uh, if it's you know a little breeze, it's it's freezing. Got my Uggs on, but um, but yeah, back to your, your question, Steve. It's uh, you know, we we've 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 um generated a bunch of different events around the tournament. So um, I've, I've generated a few events. Uh, one, one new event this year is called the Tacos and Tequila Night. So um, we have a, my, my sponsor, Dano's Tequila, and we're doing a taco contest. We have about 10 different restaurants coming uh, to do a taco contest in the hospitality tent. And then I did a, I have a game set pour, which is our fourth year doing it, where we have, a, it's a pairing event. We pair a restaurant with a brewery and they come out and they do a sampling event. And, and now you're getting a lot of people that, are there, they're, they're used to going to festivals or they're used to going to a beer sampling event and they're here. They're like, oh, I found out about it and I love beer and I love food. So I'm here and it includes tickets to the matches. And then they go watch and like, wow, this is really cool. And then they come back. I want to come to the finals. I want to come for another day. And then now you've, you've generated some new tennis fans. So that's what we, you know, we look to try and do something new every year. So like this year, the tacos and the kila, that's a new event. Um, and yeah, so we just try to try to change it up every year with uh, some some different things. You know, our Ladies' Day luncheons. Lily Poulter is the presenting sponsor for that. The ladies love it. Um, you know, just different events. That's great. And I, you know, you you said a lot of the things that I was going to wrap up uh, wrap up with. So um, I'll just echo some of your thoughts again. Um, Atlantic Avenue is the best location. You literally you could leave the ground, have your shopping, grab something to eat, come back in. Um, the beach is right there. Cold weather tennis fans, this is something that you should do. It's, I mean, again, there's always bigger events like the the Masters 1000 and the Miami or Indian Wells. That may be a little bit more overwhelming to you if you want to see everybody up close and personal. And um, that's what I enjoy so much about your event, Adam. And it's, uh, 
it's 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 run by it's it's really a family affair it's run by your family um you feel it up close and personal and look zero degrees yesterday in chicago so i can't wait to get down to see you in a couple days adam thanks for your time steve as always thanks for joining and uh we'll see you soon thank you guys for having me appreciate it see you soon